Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today is going to be our last day in the country. Aww. Which is fitting because today's story is called Koozie George Leaves the Country. Written by me, Darren Galindo. And today also marks the first story released on a Sunday. Were you guys okay? Nobody freaked out, right? It's only two days. I'm sure we'll get used to it. And now, no, wait. But before we get into today's story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. So make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks. And now, oh wait, let me try that again. And now, a little happy birthday jingle to the one they call Ezra. Koozie, take it away. And a one. And a two, and a one, two, three, go! Happy birthday to you! You are cool and awesome too! And we wish you a happy birthday scream! To Ezra, Pezra, Guacamole! Happy birthday, Ezra! Happy birthday, dude! Guacamole, baby! You're the rotten tonnest rotten tonnest, yeah! <laughs> Ezzy pezzy guacamole! <laughs> Happy birthday, Ezra! I love you so much! I love you too, man! Uh, that's weird. No, it's not weird. Why is it not weird? He just said I love you. What? So did I. And you don't think that's weird? No, why would it be? Well, I mean, he's not necessarily telling everybody he loves him. What's so special about this Ezra? No, this isn't just Ezra. This is Ezzy Pezzy Guacamole. Yeah, uh, I know we wanted to do that together, but I don't know what that means. Oh, you know, it's like an inside thing. Inside thing? Yeah, you know, we call him that all the time. We do? Well, maybe we don't, but Damon does. Damon? Who's Damon? Damon's Ezra's brother! What? Dude, have you not been paying attention this whole time? Ezra has a brother? Well, of course he does! And a mommy and a daddy! Well, I knew that, but a brother? What? What's wrong with a brother? Nothing's wrong with a brother. I'm just more concerned about this... Damon fellow. What? What do you have against Damon? Oh, nothing. He sent me a few letters. Oh, I know what you mean. He sent me a few letters, too! Well, both of them brothers are pretty cool. Pretty cool, indeed. Uh, can we go to the story now? Oh yeah, go ahead. And now, as we jump into the story, remember where we left our friends? Koozie Rabbit and Moozy had just met the despicable Darth Meow. Koozie George Leaves the Country <laughs> gonna resist. You better believe I'm gonna resist. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. You'll never destroy me. If you strike me down, I'll become even more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. No! Join me and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! 
jump in here and provide a little bit of context? Yes, Koozie, Rabbit, and Moozie ran into Darth Meow on the top steps of the farm when they got home from rescuing Stanley and still being weirded out by Jedediah Wormwood. When they heard Darth Meow talking for the first time, it definitely freaked them out. What the, Billy Goats? Oh my goodness, is that Darth Meow? Ah! Hey, wait a second! This isn't what it looks like! That's a crazy whack ding dong Quick, jump on him! Tie him up! Throw a spoon at him! Don't let him escape! He's too evil for this world! Meow, 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 meow! Meow! Hey, Bungie, get out of the way! We have to stop this guy! Yeah, move it, Bungie! Meow, meow, meow! Meow! What are you doing? Why are you protecting this guy? He's evil! Meow, 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 meow! Meow, meow, meow! But wait a minute! Meow! He was the guy who- Meow, meow! Needless to say, it was a good thing Bungie was around to stand up for Darth Meow. Koozie and Rabbit were super close to tying him up and throwing him in the chicken coop. Wait, a cat in the chicken coop? That wouldn't have been a very good idea. Maybe they would have found a better place to keep him, but that's not the point. It didn't come to that. Bungie was able to convince Koozie, Rabbit, and Moosie that Darth Meow was actually a good guy now. They even got to hear that from the cat himself because of his fancy black collar. So that was actually a few days ago. All the friends and animals got along quite well after that. Right now, they were actually performing a skit at the Amazing Hoedown. You remember what a hoedown is, right? Like a country dance party that they were having at the barn and invited all their neighbors and stuff. Oh wait, let's listen in. This is my favorite part. Cozy, you can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Destroy the Emperor? Why would I want to do that? Because he's bad and evil and doesn't RSVP to my parties. That doesn't seem like a good enough reason to. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Hold up. I'm going to need some time to process that. I thought my dad was dead this whole time, and I thought you killed him. And you just told me like five seconds ago that actually you're my real dad. I was, uh, waiting for the right time. You cut off my hand, dude. I mean, dad. What kind of dad chops off his son's hands? I'm sorry. That wasn't supposed to happen. I didn't think you were that good with a lightsaber. Thanks for the support, dad. I think I'm going to go jump in this bottomless pit thingy just so I can get away from you. Don't do that. You might hurt yourself. Really, Dad? Look, how many hands am I holding up? Oh, wait. I only have one. I said I was sorry. I know. I'm just going through a lot right now. Do you want to talk about it? No. I was hoping my friends would stop by and pick me up in the Millennium Falcon. You mean the ship that made the castle run in less than 12 parsecs? Yeah, that's the one. As you can see, it seemed like the skit was inspired primarily from Star Wars right up until the end there. After that, Koozie and Darth Meow were kind of doing some improv, but everybody loved it. <laughs> In fact, everybody seemed to be loving everything. And by everything, I mean the entire hoedown dance party. After the skit was over, everybody got on the dance floor and was getting their groove on. 
Koozie and Rabbit loved learning all the new country dance moves. Moozy was quite the crazy dancer. His best friend Clayton had come to the hoedown, and when Koozie and Rabbit saw them dancing, they were like, What? Moozy, what are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Rabbit, Koozie, this is my friend Clayton. Hi, Clayton. What's up, dude? Hey, guys, nice to meet you. So, what are you guys doing? What do you mean, what are we doing? We're dancing. Yeah, but you're only touching the ground with one foot. That's because this is one foot dancing. One foot dancing? That's right, one foot dancing. Come on, you got to give it a try. Whoa, one foot dancing? Have you ever heard of one foot dancing? It's when you try to bust out all your bestest dance moves, but you can only touch the ground with one leg. One leg? Yeah, come on, try it. Dancing is hard enough as it is with two legs. Ah, whatever. Dancing ain't hard. Just move around however you want. It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> hey, look. Am I doing it right? Well, with one foot dancing, it's hard to get it wrong. All you gotta do is move around on one foot. <laughs> one foot dancing, baby. Yep, they all had fun dancing. Not everyone was one foot dancing. In fact, besides Koozie, Rabbit, Moozie, and Clayton, Nobody else was one foot dancing. They were all doing the same dance moves together, which looked really, really cool. But the boys didn't care. They were having way too much fun with their one foot dancing, even when some other folks would look over at them and laugh. It wasn't a mean sort of laugh. It was just everybody having a good old country time. Koozie and Rabbit had been at some dance parties when everybody is comparing their dance moves and looking around to see who's the best. It always made them feel very uncomfortable and awkward. Only the best dancers would be on the dance floor. But out here in the country, everybody was out on the dance floor, regardless of how good or bad they danced. It's like everybody didn't care about anything except having fun. And the music was super interesting, too. It was live music, which meant that there was a band with people playing instruments. But these instruments were way different than anything that Koozie or Rabbit had ever seen. What is that thing that that girl is playing? Is that a guitar? Oh, that's a banjo. A what now? A banjo. It's like a guitar. Like it has a body and a neck with strings going up and down it. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like a guitar. That's because the body is made like a drum. With the strings attached to the drum head part. That's what makes that weird plucking sound. Well, the banjo sounds weird, but it looks like the only real instrument in the whole band. Real instrument? What are you talking about? Well, look. That guy is literally smacking a bunch of spoons together. What's wrong with playing some spoons? I guess nothing. And look, that girl looks like she's got a rubber band stuck to her mouth. That's not a rubber band. That's a jaw harp. A jaw harp? Yeah, it's a crafted piece of metal that vibrates when you pluck it. You stick it in between your lips and it uses your mouth as a resonating chamber to produce the sound. Whoa, that's crazy. It sounds super cool too. Bow, 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 bow. Wow, what an interesting musical instrument. What about that one? Which one? The guy hitting a broomstick on a bucket. <laughs> that's not a broomstick on a bucket. Well, it sure looks like one. Oh, that's a washtub bass. A washtub bass? You mean like a bath? Well, sort of. That's a bucket, all right. And it's big enough for washing stuff. You can probably give a baby a bath in it if you had to. <laughs> a baby bath bass. But how does it make that cool bass sound? Boom, 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 boom. There's a string tied to the center of the round wash tub and then ties to the top of that stick. Wait, only one string? That doesn't sound like one string. How is he making the notes change? Tension! Attention? 
What does attention have to do with anything? No, not attention, just tension. Tension, what's tension? Tension is how tight the string is pulled. You see that guy is moving the stick back and forth? Yeah. He's making that one string tighter or looser. The tighter the string, the higher it sounds when he plucks it. And the looser the string, the less it wins at stuff. Exact, wait, what? <laughs> Get it? Like a loser. <laughs> not exactly. The looser the string, the lower it sounds. Oh, and that's how he changes notes and stuff. Wow, that's crazy. And what's that girl playing? She looks like she's blowing on something in her hands. That? Oh, that's a harmonica. Monica what now? Harmonica. What? Monica's hair? Harmonica. Not hair, Monica. A harmonica is a wind instrument you play with your mouth. There's a row of holes you can blow through and it vibrates a reed at a certain pitch. Yeah, you can blow in one or more holes and you can actually breathe in to change the note as well. Whoa, I have to give me some of those hairs of Monica. Harmonica. I mean harmonica. Whoa, harmonicas are super cool. Have you ever seen a harmonica before? Have you ever played one? They can be super fun to play with. Well, the boys had a fun time talking about all the weird and cool instruments they saw in the band. Spoons, a banjo, a washtub bass, a jaw harp, and a harmonica. Such wild and interesting musical instruments. Back in the old western days, people wouldn't just go to the store to buy a guitar or a piano or a trumpet. If they wanted to make music, they would have to get creative. They found ways to not only make musical instruments out of stuff, but lots of times, the instruments were simple and easy to carry around in your pocket. I mean, if you were walking around all day, do you think you would want to fit a whole piano in your pocket? What about a drum set? Even a guitar would be difficult to carry around anywhere. Yep, the music at the hoedown was very cool. People from all over the neighborhood were there to sing and dance and have some fun. In fact, Muzi's best friend Clayton and his whole family were there from way on the other side of the hill. Whoa, way on the other side of the hill? exclaimed Kuzi. Yeah, it could take me about 30 minutes to ride to Muzi's place on my horse, replied Clayton. Wait a minute, you have a horse? Well, yeah, most people around here have horses. You have your own horse? That's awesome. What's his name? Well, her name is Gertrude, but I call her Gertie for short. <laughs> Gertie, 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 Gertie. <laughs> Gertie. Where is she? Oh, my dad has her pulling the wagon for the hayride. Hold up. The what? Hayride. Don't tell me you don't know what a hayride is. I know exactly what a hayride is. It's all in the name. I just didn't know you guys had one here. Oh, I thought you knew, Koozie. Nobody told me. Hey, where are you going? Come on, guys. Let's go get on that hayride. And with that, Koozie, Rabbit, and Moozy, oh, and Clayton, went to go on the hayride. It was super fun. Have you ever been on a hayride? I know it sounds like the hay is going for a ride, but actually you sit down in a wagon full of hay and then you go for a ride. The wagon is usually pulled by a horse, but sometimes it's pulled by tiny armies of ants. Actually, no, but that would be way cool. Sometimes the wagon is pulled by a tractor and tractors are still pretty cool. Yep, the hoedown itself was pretty Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool, if you ask me. But hey, I guess nobody's asking me. The rest of the hoedown festivities consisted of apple bobbing. That's when you fill up a big old barrel with water and a bunch of apples 
and you have to pick up the apples without using your hands. Then, there was the scavenger hunt where everybody had to run around the barn looking for stuff that Aunt Mabel and Nellie hid all over the place. You ain't never gonna find that watermelon koozie! I hid that thing so good, said Nellie. Aha! There it is, exclaimed Koozie as he held up a bowling ball. Ha <laughs> ha, that ain't no watermelon, laughed Nellie. Ah, biscuits, it's just a bowling ball, said Koozie. Clayton ended up finding that long missing watermelon and won the scavenger hunt. Everybody went right back to dancing as the band kicked back up again. The sky slowly turned from blue to orange as the summer air got cooler and cooler. The end of the hoedown was very special. Uncle Fuzz had taken up a collection from all the neighbors and presented a large sum of money to the Burns family, whose farm had been halfway destroyed due to the recent floods. The Burns family was so appreciative and everybody gave everybody else a hug or a high five or both. Even Mayor Fuzzy Britches learned a lot from the event. Honey, I told you not to call him that anymore. Huh? Oh, I know. Force of habit. The mayor loved the hoedown so much. He even tried to learn everyone's names as best he could. He learned a lot from listening to all the different farmers and families about what life is really like in the country. In fact, ever since that hoedown, the mayor became good friends with some of the farmers and became a much better mayor because of it. The whole evening was a success. So much fun times and awesome memories. Koozie and Rabbit had the best time of their lives. Most people who attended always remembered that particular hoedown as one of the best they've ever had. The whole George family, including Rabbit Sebastian, went to sleep very late and very tired. Koozie and Rabbit weren't really sure what time it was, but they ended up sleeping in till 11 a.m. Hey, come on now, sleepyheads. You've done got your sleep for today, said Moosey a little loudly. Oh, five more minutes, said Rabbit as he pulled the pillow over his head. Five more hours, said Koozie as he tried to roll over and ended up rolling right off the bed. Oh, ow! <laughs> you guys better come downstairs before Ma closes up the kitchen. This was their last morning in the country. It had been an amazing time. So many awesome adventures, so many interesting new friends, so much duty poops on the bottom of their shoes. I think they will be going shoe shopping soon. The boys packed up their bags and came down for breakfast, or lunch, or whatever. Aunt Mabel cooked up another batch of her amazing country waffles, and she had just finished frying up some good old crispy chicken. Oh, chicken and waffles! exclaimed Koozie as he rubbed his hands together. Oh, hi there, Koozie, said Aunt Mabel. Actually, the waffles are for breakfast, and the chicken is for lunch. Chicken and, wa chicken and waffles? What are you talking about, Koozie? I mean chicken and waffles. You guys have never had chicken and waffles? Well, I've had chicken, and I've had waffles, said Nellie. But never together. That sounds disgusting. What's this about waffles and chicken? Chicken and waffles. Wait, you mean it's like a dish? Yeah, chicken and waffles is one of our favorite dishes. Oh, and look, some of that fresh maple syrup. Syrup on chicken? You guys are weird. Koozie slapped a waffle on his plate and placed a piece of fried chicken on top and drizzled on some syrup. Oh, baby, this is going to be so good, said Koozie as he cut himself a bite and stuck it in his mouth. Mm, mm, that's so good. Mm, ah. Rabbit stacked up some chicken and waffles and syrup 
and took his own bite. Oh, baby! That's the stuff right there. So good. All right, wait a minute. I have to try me some of this chicken and waffle stuff. Don't forget the syrup. Aw, oh, Pa, you're going to try it? Uncle Fuzz got a bit of waffle and a bit of chicken on his fork and all drenched up in syrup. All right, here it goes. Um, mm, mm. What's it taste like? Ew. So how is it? Uncle Fuzz just sat there slowly chewing his food. Then he swallowed and licked his lips. What do you think, Uncle Fuzz? I think, I think we're going to need some more waffles, Ma. This here chicken and waffles done blew my mind just now. Whoa! He likes it! Let me try. I guess I'll have to try too. Goodness, chicken on waffles with syrup? Who would have thought it'd taste this good? They all had their fill of delicious chicken and waffles. So much so that they all just wanted to take a nap. Have you ever wanted to take a nap after a good meal? After they finished eating, it was time to say goodbye. Koozie and Rabbit grabbed their bags and packed up the car. Bungie and Noodle said their animal goodbyes and climbed into the back of the car. Moosey walked up with a surprise in a wheelbarrow. Oh, bye, Stanley, said Koozie. Sorry again about your leg. I hope it heals up real soon. But don't you go busting out of your pen again, dude. You can be more helpful than that. Bye, Koozie. Bye, Rabbit. It was nice having you here with us, said Aunt Mabel. See y'all again soon, you hear? Let's not let four seasons pass by on before you realize it's time to get out here to the country, said Uncle Fuzz. Uncle Fuzz, I only understood half of what you just said, said Koozie. But yes, it was great being here, and we'll try to be back real soon. We're gonna miss you guys said Nellie as she gave Koozie and Rabbit a hug, even if you're annoying sometimes. We're going to miss you guys too. Thanks so much for having us out here. You are all so generous and fun to be around. It's been super fun having you guys here, especially doing all my chores and stuff, said Moosey with a twinkle in his eye. Ha <laughs> ha, very funny. But for reals, so glad to have you guys here for a bit. I can't wait until next time. Koozie and Rabbit gave hugs and high fives. Or actually just hugs. Aunt Mabel gave Koozie that look when he tried to give her a high five. They all said bye, and Koozie and Rabbit climbed into the car and drove off. This had truly been an epic time in the country. Well, I guess that's that. Couple of good young men, wouldn't you say? I agree to that. Hey, what's this? Oh, that's the cat that Bungie and Noodle found in the woods. Seems like he likes it here. Well, we're going to have to find a place for you. What's your name? Asked Uncle Fuzz as he leaned over to try and look at the collar on the dark colored cat. Ah, uh, excuse me, said Darth Meow as he slapped Uncle Fuzz's hand away. Please don't touch me, and my name is Darth Meow. Wow, so much fun in the country. It's a little sad to see it all end, but hey. Koozie and Rabbit are going to be back home for even more adventures. I wonder what's going to happen with Darth Meow. What do you think? Oh, and Stanley! I hope his leg gets better soon. Well, it's been a fantastic time in the country. Thanks to all our wonderful patrons who sent in their story ideas to include in this miniseries. I loved it so much, and I hope you did too. Well, make sure to subscribe to the podcast Tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye!
Aw, oh, man. Now that Kuzin Rabbit are gone, I have to do my chores by myself again. Man, it was so much faster when they were here. Oh, well. I guess I better get into feeding those chickens. Hey, wait a minute. Where's the chickens? Ha ha ha! To Canada! Canada! Fly, my friends! We can't fly! It's a figure of speech, Deborah, and I don't appreciate your lack of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm? I'll show you enthusiasm. Whoa, what the feather buns? Who are you? I am Emperor Palpaflee. 